Welcome to Think for Yourself Radio, a minimalist podcast exploring fringe concepts in health and consciousness from a biohacking perspective. Today in this episode, we will be exploring the holographic fractal theory and how this relates to antibiotics, probiotics, and your microbiome. In the event that you're not familiar with the concept of the holographic fractal theory, I'll give you a brief synopsis and I'll also give you some background information on myself to tell you why this is such an important subject for me um, and share with you my subjective experience with this. The holographic universe um, was a theory pioneered by theoretical and astrophysicists in the 1990s and it basically suggests that everything in the entire known universe may in fact be a gigantic hologram and since holograms are fractal in nature I also added fractal into the title and um, I think it'll help me create a picture a little later on so the truth is that this isn't exactly um, a new concept or a foreign theory ancient civilizations have long professed principles such as as above so below uh, as within so without in the macrocosm and the microcosm an entire uh, esoteric philosophies have been born around these concepts sometimes even disguised in metaphor uh, like the ancient practice of alchemy well when i was a little girl this concept seemed like a no-brainer to me i remember as a little girl like being out in nature having ideas similar to these i grew up in an atheist home but i was always curious to see if there was any actual evidence that would suggest that an underlying universal intelligence existed, even as a little girl. I spent a lot of time alone outside, deep in nature. Um, and there's photos of me as a five-year-old on the third sandbar at the ocean, all alone, just chilling with the birds and the fish. Um, and I, I just spent all my time reading and alone in nature, mostly. And, but even then, I had the makings of a fantastical Piscean dreamer coupled with this fiercely data-driven, evidence-based seeker. So I distinctively remember thinking to myself while watching bugs, pondering like the concept of fractals, even though at the time I didn't know that it was the concept of fractals. I innocently thought, like, oh, like I bet if you zoomed in as far as you could go with the microscope, You'd see tiny little versions of people with their these little bugs having a world of their own, just like ours. And I also thought that if you zoomed out as far as you could, that we were bugs to some gigantic people that we couldn't see. So that's kind of an interesting concept for an eight-year-old. And at the time, human was the best thing I could come up with to represent consciousness. <laughs> Interestingly, my beliefs have landed pretty close to the same ones that I discovered by myself as a child, um, maybe a little bit more refined. But you can bet how absolutely shocked and elated I was as a 22-year-old when I was attending University of Oregon and I came across some scientific publications describing the theory of the holographic universe. Um, yeah, so even now, I feel more inclined to go with my very adolescent and simplified views of my eight-year-old child simply because that was a legitimate original thought. <laughs> I could not have come up with that from an external source. Since I grew up on a really tiny, poor little island 
nobody was really educated. Um, the island was primarily Catholic. And I remember getting in trouble at school for bringing up Darwin's theory of evolution. And the teachers looked at me like I was like a blasphemous demon. Um, so, and it couldn't have come from my staunchly atheist father. I'm sure he absolutely influenced it. But um, even though he was a super deep thinker and an intellectual, and I attribute his obsession with the scientific method to, you know, contribute a lot to who I am today. But he was born in the 1920s, 1922 to be exact. And um, he participated in exactly 0% of any type of new age dogma. So what does all this have to do with our microbiome? The biohackers must know. <laughs> so if we follow the wisdom from the ancients and entertain for just a moment, their concepts of as within, so without, as above, so below. And let's just try and let our racing thoughts and all of our biases or our defenses just kind of relax for a little bit as we explore together. Um, and let's just check it out, see how it goes. Then we might agree that by definition of a fractal, no matter how far you zoom in or out, you're going to get the exact same picture as seen in the famous Mandelbrot fractal. So um, let's apply that to our microbiome and our bodies. Let's say that any change we make in our bodies and minds contributes to the fractal composite and changes the fractal itself. What if these changes were seen directly in real life? For example, if we bomb our microbiome with antibiotics, how might this be reflected in our world? Fun fact, did you know that the first antibiotic, penicillin, was discovered in the late 1920s, but it didn't become widely used until the 1940s, the early 1940s. Interestingly enough, the atomic bomb was first invented in the 1930s, but the first atomic bombs weren't dropped on Japan until 1945. Wow, that's some fascinating food for thought. It's very provoking um, if, you, if you look at it from this perspective. So let's talk about probiotics just briefly. If we continue to entertain this idea, how might probiotics affect our immediate reality? Choosing and selecting for certain strains of bacteria to populate our microbiome versus others? Hmm, sounds familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> so now here is where shit gets intense. We now have companies like Ubiome and Viome and others that analyze and catalog all the species of your gut determined by their DNA. This technology was sold to Naveen Jain, the owner of Viome, by the United States Navy. Wait, what? <laughs> Why does the Navy care about genetically sequencing our microbiomes? Hmm. <laughs> so I actually had the pleasure of speaking with Naveen Jain direct at the Bulletproof Conference. He's a really nice guy, um, really great guy. Um, but he did excitedly tell me one of his goals is to introduce nanotechnology into the microbiome to terraform it. This is concerning to me. That means robots, nano robots coming in your microbiome and killing off the quote bad bacteria and supporting the quote good bacteria by some magical way. I'm not sure how yet. So that's a little concerning to me. <laughs> with the rise of artificial intelligence zooming at speeds no one can keep up with, I'll say 
I would not like this to be reflected into my 3D reality. Morally, I find it to a little bit reminiscent of Hitler's eugenics, to have robots coming through and wiping out bad strains of humans or animals that they found to be harmful or malicious. Luckily, <laughs> there's no data behind this theory, and this has all just been a thought-provoking experiment. There's no artificial intelligence coming for us yet, but there are some very real take-homes. So regardless of this being a true or not true um, theory, or proven or unproven, it does hold value when you think of it as a practice about your thoughts. Everyone always says, be the change you wish to see in the world. Well, this theory would be wildly empowering if it were ever to be proven to be true, because that would mean that each of us, you and I, are incredibly powerful and can affect potent changes over our fractal reality simply by practicing that change. But we don't actually need this theory to be proven to know that if we behave and act in ways in which we want the world to be, that we will be contributing to more of what we want to see in the world, hence improving our own quality of living. Now, that's not even accounting for the new age ideas about law of attraction, to which I will let you know after a very thorough 20-year-plus subjective and qualitative case study on my own thoughts and experiences. I will say that without a doubt, I am a subscriber and a believer, and I've seen how this um, plays out in my life specifically. But let's not go there just yet. So this leads me to my final and quite possibly most out there theory and original thought as of yet. Earth as a zygote undergoing mitosis. I have no clue where this came from or how long ago I started thinking about this. Um, I think it was probably inspired by the work of Dr. Bruce Lipton in his ancient book, The Biology of Belief, of which I read about 15 years ago now. If you haven't read that book, I highly recommend it. So you too can go nerd out on cellular biology like me. Um, I was actually just writing a couple chapters in my upcoming book about this, but basically, what if the earth was dimensionally undergoing mitosis? As we now know from epigenetics, it's not the DNA, but the field in which the DNA is that determines which genes get expressed. What if earth was set to undergo mitosis? as many ancient civilizations went above and beyond and out of their way to signify this exact moment in time space with monuments of epic proportions like the pyramids, the Mayan calendar, and the mysterious anomalous Gobekli Tepe. Um, for more references on this, you're going to have to wait till my book comes out. But for now, you might want to research the work of Greg Braden, his book Fractal Time, or the work of Graham Hancock um, in both of his books, The Fingerprints of the Gods and The Magicians of the Gods, to get an idea of what I'm talking about. So let's just say that on the grand scale of things, Earth was a zygote, dividing itself into several other Earth-like versions of itself. We now know about the field of noetics, thanks to research bodies like the Institute of Heart Math and the Global Coherence Institute, etc., um, that we now know that the collective thoughts of humanity have the ability to be both measured and located. And it actually has a location around the Earth um, called the Newosphere. This may, in fact, be the field that creates a consensual reality. Um, AKA the fractal composite. So potentially all our thoughts go to this newosphere and that 
becomes the field in which dictates what is transcribed or expressed in this reality of Earth. So bear with me here. This is a far stretch for a concept, but let's just go with it. So, um, the Hindus talked about a concept called getting off the wheel of samsara or the wheel of karma. And they also too, ironically, have calendars that pointed to this exact moment in time space. So could we stretch ourselves for just a moment to explore, um, if our thoughts create reality, but we're all thinking different thoughts. So if our thoughts create reality and we're all thinking different thoughts, everywhere from the stretch of like the worst thoughts possible like let's say the doomsdayers that are running around terrified and professing that armageddon is here to like the most advanced ascended spiritual masters on the planet that exist in this sort of utopia and heaven-like state on earth let's say that everything in between exists all the thought forms in between exists so could humanity be at a crux moment in time where we're given an opportunity to timeline jump from one consensual reality to another simply by tuning our beliefs to those of which we want to create, thereby aligning with the corresponding noosphere and having that energy as a fractal composite? Let me describe that again. So if all of those belief systems are existing on the planet right now, but the earth is undergoing mitosis. Could it be that we could shift our thoughts into thinking something that we're, where we want to go? If we were a doomsday, we could shift to utopia and be aligned by resonance with that newosphere to be on that earth when it shifts into mitosis. So I know that this is this is a little challenging to follow, um, and I would love to talk with you more about it. So, I believe that all this is actually what's happening, and this is how I've chosen to live my life. Um, because even using this thought experiment as a metaphor has proven to give me a higher quality of living and a more empowering sensation to affect the change in my world or at least in my microbiome. Thinking this way allows me to live in alignment with my beliefs and my values so that I will keep this thought experiment around um, until something adds to it or changes it or disproves it or upgrades it. I am always in search of truth. And in summary, from a biohacker's perspective, Am I going to abstain from using companies like Viome or Ubiome, ingesting probiotics or consciously attempting to terraform my microbiome, um, possibly by feeding the members of my gut community healthier foods? Um, no, actually, <laughs> I'm too much of a data-driven junkie, um, so I'm actually super curious to learn about all of the strains inside my gut, so I'm really excited to try some of these companies out. And um, I've had, personally, I've had some really great experiences and successes healing candida using particular probiotics and drinking tons of chocolate tea. So I'm going to continue to do that, and that is a form of terraforming. Uh, now, will I ever ingest antibiotics? I hope and pray I'll never have to. 
in future episodes, you can look forward to exciting topics like chaga and its benefits, parasites, amongst others, and I'll even have some really, really cool and intelligent, powerful guests on the show. I can't wait to announce. Um, Yes, so I feel like after all of that, we kind of need to take a collective deep breath. So let's just go ahead and do that on your own. Just inhale and exhale. Thank you guys so much for taking this peculiar plunge into possibly some very uncharted waters with me. And I am truly elated to finally share some of these bizarre inner workings of my brain because really these thoughts just kind of sit in there and, you know, somebody's got to know them. So that's you. So I'm sending you all so much love from my microbiome to yours. And let's meet again and explore weird shit together soon.